Hour number two on the way here on Flovac and Gas. Before we get into it, you heard it from hour number one. We got to tell you about our friends over at Mohawk Honda. Inventory is king this summer at Mohawk Honda. You're looking to trade in your vehicle. It is worth a road trip out to Glenville to work with the great people that are a part of the family in Mohawk Honda. Experience in the industry, and they want to get you the best deal. They got me the best vehicle I've ever had in my life. That is my pilot. Just came back from a road trip to Delaware. No issues at all. Great on gas. Great with baby Rex in the back seat. Great storage and more. Loved everything that happened with my pilot. Do the same for yourself. Don't have those summer road trip horror stories where you had a bad vehicle and broke down. It wasn't working well for you. Upgrade your vehicle this summer. And now you know the place. Mohawk Honda is the place for you. Stop and say hello to the great people. Cam McKenna is who I got my vehicle from. Actually stop it and say, Cam, I heard guys who knows nothing about cars actually has a good car because of you and he will take care of you across the board like great people like greg johnson and more who are experienced in the industry who will help you find the ride that you're looking for this summer whether you're looking for the new ride or you're looking to trade in selection is king inventory some vehicles don't have what mohawk honda has they have it for you it's worth the drive stop over to mohawk honda where they go always out of their way to please you you just made the list oh no Let's talk about the name, image, and likeness stuff in college athletics. College athletes. Wait, so we're doing, is this the list? Do you want to do the list? This is Gaz's list. You just made the list. Let's go. All right, I'm in. Let's just talk about college athletes for a second here. Now, July 1st, 2021, it's passed. College athletes can now make money off their YouTube, their own businesses, their clothing brand. Now, the big change was this. Originally, for months, it had said that college athletes could not sign with third parties. So here's an example. Uh, let's say you are Jeff Undercuffler, who actually did sign an endorsement deal. We'll get to it in a second here. Let's say Jeff Undercuffler got offered a deal to sign with Gatorade. Okay, He could not sign with Gatorade. Originally, it was supposed to be that Gatorade would have to sign with Albany to get Jeff Undercuffler. Right. Well, what happened was the NCAA, when the day, literally the, tw- the what's it called, the 13th hour, the 12th, the 11th hour, whatever that term is, they said, nope, you can sign with third parties. So now anybody can sign with anybody and do their thing. And Jeff Underkuffler has signed with Barstool. Yeah. So he's a Barstool athlete. Good for him, too, because Barstool put, like, a call out. Yes. And it was, you know, basically like, hey, anybody looking to get signed? And he he hit him up, and they went for it, which is, I just, I hope that they go all in on Undercuffler because he is a great stereotype of what a guy from Jersey is. He's got the I-Rock Camaro. <laughs> every once in a while, I feel like he rocks the Tennessee mud flap. He's got a little mullet rock. And every once in a great while, He's the per like they should logo up that that IROC. They should go crazy. We gotta figure out September 18th when you all be travels to the carrier dome to take on the orange. Something we should do out in central New York. I'm just saying that. Go watch the game. Uh, I think we should. Either yeah. media members or out the tailgate. Shout out to my guy Dixon in the tailgate. We'll have a good time down there. Don't <laughs> you worry. Uh, so what do you think, LeVac, about this whole situation how the college athletes can benefit from their likeness, image, and name? I I, I honestly love it, but I'm also very afraid of it. Ooh. Like because it's, it almost sounds like curmudgeonly, like, old man, get off my lawn. The reason I'm afraid of it is there's there's just no way. There's no way on God's green earth, if I'm a booster, if I'm, if I'm an unscrupulous member of a school administration, that I am not using this to wholeheartedly pay you to come play for me. Like, I know they're not supposed to be able to do that, but, like, if I'm, like, if I'm Nike, how does anybody not end up at Oregon moving forward? Oh, yeah, sign deal with Nike right now. Like you come come play in Oregon, come sign a deal with Nike, sign a deal with Nike. Like how like how does that never like? Here, I'll give you the most lucrative deal with Nike. Anyone who's never never played a pro game can ever have. I love all the jerseys showing up for the Wild World of Sports right here. A little Cuse action for yeah, you over there. Uh, 
Like, I just, and I know they're already doing that. Like, they're already paying these guys. Oh, my empresses are here. Um, they're, they're, I know they're already, this, these things are already happening. But at the same time, like, now I just think it's one more level of how quickly we can slip money into the player's pocket on a, on a, on an unscrupulous level. Yeah. So, so basically your fear is that, okay, let's say we'll use LaMelo ball for example, because he was really popular on social media side of it. Okay. LaMelo, uh, you're going to, instead of playing professional, you're going to go play for the Oregon ducks. And we're going to give you, I don't know, $200,000 to play for Oregon. Okay. I'm going to Oregon. I'm going to bounce after one year. See you later. The tough part about it is for some of these businesses, they do have to remember this investing in an 18, 19 20 year old is a risky investment because there are a lot of times you might be the next great athlete coming out of high school and you bomb like go through the list of like espn top 100 basketball or football players you're gonna get some pros but you're also gonna get guys you've never heard of before so you know (laughs) if you're gonna risk your money behind somebody just be prepared that one they gotta be good and two you're gonna see a return of investment like any other business if you're gonna spend money you gotta make sure you see your money back so yeah, there are going to be some risks that are taken. Like you said, they're going to use it as leverage for recruiting. But there have been a lot of things that be used for leverage for recruiting, right? Like right. how good your team is, Miami. You know, aren't they the kings of this? Derek, uh, Derek King, who got a $250,000 endorsement. So he decided to do this. He started spreading the wealth of his players. said, I don't care if you're a walk-on or whoever else. I'll start giving you guys some of my endorsement money because I know the team's going to get better. So that right. could be the next thing That's where smart. the quarterback yeah. gets and says, all right. You're the top wide receiver in the country. Come play at Oklahoma State or come play at Oklahoma and come play with me. I love it, though, because this is America at its finest. Hey, I can go out and prove that I can make money for myself because you're willing to pay me that money and I have no cap on the amount of money I can make. That sounds like America to me, LeVac. Good for that. <laughs> well, it does. I mean, all the money that comes in and it's and, and technically if everything let's pretend everybody does it right. They know the way you're supposed to do it. Even if I am spreading the wealth of my own money around, they should get money. The universities aren't giving it up. They should get it. I, I just, I think it's the right thing to do, but it does. It just makes me a little nervous. We're that much closer to just like throwing the gates open and doing whatever we want to do, you know, however we want to do it to get the guys in there, you know, the enticements. Yeah. And one other thing to add to that too, for female sports. Yeah. I think oh, it's a right. huge deal. Yeah. Huge deal because you mentioned Barstool, how Portnoy just basically started signing guys. It happened because a female volleyball player, I believe it was Jacksonville State, Left him a DM and just said, "Hey, can I be your bar still athlete?" Importantly, said, "I don't know what that means, but sure, yeah, I'll send you some gear." The female athletes on Instagram and how they support their sport. I know one of the, I think they're Fresno State twin basketball players. They get a monster deal from T-Mobile because now they can go out and say, oh, "I didn't know who you were. Where we were actually actually watching basketball, but I know you from TikTok. I know you from all these other different platforms and everything else." Hey, um, before, yes. we, before I want to, so you, hey guys, come around here. I want come around so you can yeah. get on the camera real quick. Um, I, I brought in ringers for my golf team today. I've got, I've got Lauren and Morgan. Uh, the Ampresses are here today. Part of the, there, see, I brought in ringers. I, I haven't been able to golf in a tournament forever. So I brought in ringers. I brought in real talent. The Ampresses are here. So, so you guys, are you guys, are you guys good? Have you played golf before? No. no. <laughs> Live. Tell everybody you're awesome. We're like, so good. Just say you're scratch golfers. There you go. See, ha I'll edit that so, out. The back. You'll sound like this <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, we're here. I see. I see the rest of my empire team starting to show up. Yeah. You guys hang out, have fun, grab a drink or whatever. And, and uh, let's, we're going to enjoy ourselves. So if you come to the uh, golf tournament today, you'll see, you'll see Lauren and Morgan, the, uh, the empresses as part of my, uh, my two, my two golf foursomes. 
So I felt the need to specify golf for some. That was good. I did. Very I felt, good. Yes. Just because they're very respectful empresses, and I wouldn't joke about that. <laughs> now, now, Coach Manas and Coach Ware, I would totally joke about it for some. I would. Um, <laughs> I'm going to add a second part to this list here, by the way. By yeah. the way, our YouTube channel got a lot better, didn't it? All of a sudden, people were just looking for you and I. And the came <laughs> that by. was the first time somebody went, the lighting sucks here. That was the first <laughs> All day when they turned us around in the course, when Chad ruined everything at the hideaway and turned us to the course so people can't see us, that was the first time somebody was like, yeah, this is a problem. <laughs> this is a bit of an issue. I got to be careful with this next topic because I got to be very quiet about oh, the good, good people at the Heisman Trophy. People are upset, LeVac, that Reggie Bush Heisman Trophy has yet to be given back to him. Now, because name likeness image is being used, yeah. well, technically the rules that Reggie Bush couldn't follow don't exist anymore. Do you think the Heisman Trophy should give back their trophy to Reggie Bush? I always thought they should. I never thought they should have taken it. Like, you can't, like, his achievement on the field didn't change. That's that's what I've always felt about it. However, he still broke. He knowingly broke rules. Like it's not like it's not like, like if murder goes away tomorrow, you still killed somebody. You got to go to jail. Like I, I know that's an extreme example, but he knowingly and willingly broke rules. And that's I'm I'm supposed to just put those away because the rules don't exist anymore. We got uh, we got Trout from the Hideaway here giving hugs, giving love. That's the closest I've ever been to a Browns jersey and not not broke out in a rash. This is crazy. I just want to say, Lauren uh, and Morgan, that's how you say hello to somebody. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm completely distracted now. I lost. Did you say yes. Give the trophy back. To yeah, well, I don't think you ever should have lost it. The one thing I do want them to do though, do you remember the do you remember the saga of reclaiming that trophy? Like he no. hit it. Oh, he did? Yeah, like so he it, it was like stashed somewhere for I don't know, I think it was like a year. Ryan, what's up? Ryan um, McCarthy from Gaza Media. No people are starting to roll into the hideaway. I woke up from the early uh, morning Sunday naps. Am I on that Monday? Yeah, you're the next big guest. I'm the next guest. On, uh, no on, credentials on, required. No, no credentials good. required. Gaza Media uh, Production. <laughs> that's weird. A lot of those <laughs> creeping around all of a sudden. Um, no, but it's, he like hit it. It was like hidden for like a while, and then he finally gave it up. Like I think it was like a year. So I think they should announce like today. Yeah, we're gonna give it back to him. We just don't know where it is. <laughs> and then like a year later, like to the exact amount of time. Oh, here it is. We found it. It was it was in Emmert's closet in the back. We didn't notice it. It was back there. I know Syracuse with all his dignity yeah, and morals. <laughs> He's I know worst. Syracuse got uh, Ernie Davis's Heisman Trophy was stolen. That was a myth, and eventually it was returned. How about OJ? OJ's Heisman Trophy's out uh, there somewhere. Yeah. That's, that's a different one? That's, yeah, it's fine. Uh, for the it's, I heard the real killers have it. When we find them, we'll find it. The Heisman put out a statement that said, we'll give Reggie Bush's Heisman back once the NCAA decides to reinstate his stats and rules and everything. Like, come on, guys. Although I love the Heisman, and please don't listen to this card. I'm working on it. Right, wait, are you still, that's the other thing, like, are you still voting the Heisman? I. It's going to be a process. I'll just say oh. that. It's going to be a process that, I've been some begging and pleading and saying how good the foundation looks to get myself back in there. So I will agree with everything they say. It's like kiss up when you, for the next all right, five So months. when you left the airwaves, did you lose the right to vote for the no. Heisman? No. So now, so you still are. So why are you, why are you begging? You're still in? Because uh, my contact information, let's say, has changed from hmm. that. Oh, so I have so to you, reach out to get my contact info changed. So they easily could say, oh, okay, you work for Godzilla Media. Now, cool, you're in. Okay. Or they could say, I don't know. Somebody tries to steal my vote. Leave that there. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the Olympics, Levac. People love the Olympics, but people also love pot. 
Have you seen the story involving <laughs> Shikari Richardson? Oh, all the people who laughed, I know what you guys are that's into. The kind of, right. That's the kind of segue you can only get from guys in the list. <laughs> all you pot smokers out here. I smell it. Anyway, Shikari I Richardson. I didn't say it was you. You smell pot? Do you like, all right, real, real, real talk. All the dads can smell pot. Real, real talk. Yeah. Have you ever smoked weed? No. It's I'm a not. podcast. You can say I'm it. not. I told you this. I've had two rules as a kid growing up. My dad said never get a tattoo. My mom said don't smoke. I said, that's it. I'm oh, good, that's man. right. See, I always I'm forget good. that too. Like this is gonna sound like like I'll weird. At 8 a.m. on a like, Sunday, I don't mind. I forget that like like my parents passed away, yours haven't, so you still have to behave yourself. <laughs> Although they're <laughs> like if my mom, if I do something so bad my mom or dad contact me, then I really effed up. My Where parents- you would just get a call randomly from your dad, like, seriously, Tommy boy, smoking <laughs> the devil's lettuce. Huh? Really? My parents are not happy that you acted like you didn't know who they were in our podcast. Like, I've never met your parents. My dad gave you a Zima on my wedding day. He was hurt by you saying you didn't remember meeting them. I was drunk. <laughs> I love your parents. I yeah. Listen, I love your dad. Your mom avoids me like the plague, so she's the smart one of the group. I don't blame her. A lot of people. She does. Like I remember the only the only time like I saw them together and actually got to talk to your mom was at your wedding. That's right. Every other time they're together, like she drags your dad away from me, like I have the plague, which is weird now because the plague has happened since that. So so it's a whole new thing. Maybe she thinks I started COVID. You never know. (laughs) No, I love that. I just I did that jokingly because you're just so like Goss is just a hard line between real life. And his life. Oh, Coach Manaz of the uh, Albany Empire, <laughs> my court up part of uh, one of the big owners, the local ownership is oh. throwing things at me. <laughs> Careful. Local ownership of the Albany Empire, my quarter here. And uh, <laughs> you're number one as well, sir. Um, we were talking about pot smoking, is what we were doing. Yeah. Yeah. Now that you're Mike, you ever smoked here. a pot? <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast. You can say whatever you want, we can do whatever we want. Um, she got disqualified from the hundred meter. Oh, we actually are going to do that story. No, okay. What were you going to do? I don't know. <laughs> no, I just, we just was. went so far off the the Shikari uh, Richardson story. That's so stupid. Like what? Like I? What exactly? What exactly? Like did she gain some advantage? Like did she relax better in her off time? Like I, if she was doing steroids or something, I'd say yeah, yoke her out of the Olympics. If I'm the other runners, I probably feel great that she's smoking pot. Maybe it gives me a chance to catch her. <laughs> I'd let her smoke up the day of the race. I, I'll, I'll shotgun blast her right there. <laughs> She's so fast, you're not catching her otherwise. She I had, want her. I want her chasing Cheetos with the munchies. I don't want her chasing the the finish line. She had the chance to be the most popular American athlete of this year's Olympics because she was winning the hundred meters. Yeah, the hundred meters like yeah. the go to event. She's gonna win it. Represent Team USA. She's got like her own fashion, her own style. She was gonna be like the marquee breakout athlete of this year's Olympics. So people are like, how could the Olympics do this to her? How dare they? It's just marijuana. Yeah. It's just it's, it's basically legal. But here's the everywhere thing. now. But it's legal in the U.S. It's not right. legal across any yeah. other countries. But like, look, those are the rules. Because we've always concerned ourselves with the rules of the other countries. <laughs> those are the rules. Like, hey, you got six weeks not to smoke pot. Just don't that's do fair. it. I mean, that's fair. Don't smoke it for six. And but she owned just, it. She's like, look, yeah. that's on me. But like, how could people get outraged? Like, hey, here are the rules. She broke the rules. I don't like the rules. Well, they're there. Dude, just, just don't hit the hippie lettuce. Yeah, I mean, you're, it's it's real. Stay that is icky. that is real. It is a rule. You know, it's a rule. You uh, you're actively and willingly breaking. Blah 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 blah. Is the Olympics better with her not in it? No. Yeah, I mean, that's like if I'm if 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 I'm the Olympic committee. What's that? I'm all set. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Sean Lockett, offensive okay, line of the uh, of the Albany Empire. Here, he's going to golf with it. Hopefully, he's got skills. I know Coach Manas can golf. Uh, we got Coach Ware coming. Basically, I'm just gonna, I'm trying to find whoever the best golfer is out of the Empire people. That's why I was asking uh, Lauren Morgan. I'm like, you guys know how to golf because I need whoever that is in my scramble. <laughs> so because I'm gonna golf like crap. Um, it's 
I just think it's one of those situations where in, in an organization like the Olympic Committee, who just does the most horrendous and terrible things to go to somebody who smoked a little bit of pot and then owned up to it and be like, yeah, you just can't run. You just can't do it. You know what they should do? Based on what she tested, how much did she smoke? Is it like 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 a quarter ounce or something? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how much. I really don't smoke. I, I never a dying bag. Is that yeah, still a term? Well, I'm saying whatever the weight is that they feel like she she admits to smoking during this period of time, they should put in her shoes that weight <laughs> as like a, as like a as like a punishment handicap for the race. So so like if it's another like let's say it's an ounce, let's just call it an ounce. And I I, I think that's a lot. The ounce in each sneaker, like a weight, little weight in each sneaker. Okay, go run. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. You, you want to make these people never do the rules. You don't want to break the rules. You want to make them run slower. That's when that's when the athletes get upset. Like if you told me I trained all all like four years nonstop to be in the Olympics as a, as the sprinter, and then you're going to add an ounce or two ounces of weight to my sneakers, I'll cry. <laughs> I will legitimately break down and cry. They're like wearing waffles on their feet. If Have you even ever seen track shoes, yeah, yeah. If even. Yeah, so I can do a lot. I say like now she's she's like kind of a folk hero. You kind of kind of backfire yourself. We're not going to get the gold, and she's a folk hero. Where you could have just you know here we're going to weigh your shoe down just a little bit. Yeah, she's more popular now than maybe she even was at the Olympics, which is a wild statement to say. I'm still talking. We're still talking about her like a week and a half after this thing went down. I barely like I was aware of her, but I wasn't paying attention to her yet. When you know when we got to like the week of of you know running and all, I probably would have been more in. But now I'm like you said, I'm in now. I'm in right now. Well, speaking about folk heroes, heroes, controversy, not not you. I can't believe I'm going to ask you this, but I feel like this is one of the number one talks I want to get with you. Have you been following this Britney Spears stuff? Have you been following this Britney Spears situation involving her parents and everything else that's been going on? It has been dominating the internet the past two weeks. I have almost no idea. Okay, so remember when Britney had her meltdown in uh, 2010? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like the talking about Coach Britney Spears. Because like, I thought you guys did a sports talk show, you jackasses. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you remember when Britney shaved her head? Yeah. She's beating yeah. people with the She umbrella. looked like Mike Corda. <laughs> but she shaved her head, Britney Spears. They look alike. Well, at that point, I guess she had conservatives. See, now, if we had the camera turned the way we had it originally, you could see all of them, and it would be funnier. But they turned the camera on us. <laughs> jackasses so <laughs> well, basically her, her dad has been making all her decisions for it and she's been putting yeah. out a subliminal post of like she's been trapped and she can't make any decisions. wasn't there something like people said like wear yellow if you're being held against your will and she yes. did yes i heard that yeah well back there's been all over hulu is a big documentary some girls made a podcast about interpreting britney spears's instagram posts you haven't followed any of these things involving britney huh can you put up my graphic I made for Brittany? I made a graphic. Oh, I'm sorry. Is, yeah. is there? I, I, is that was was down that like a bottom, code the whole down time? Down at the bottom. Down at the bottom. Yeah, I think oh. it's really creative what I did. Is, yeah, there you go. It's Brittany, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you hosted trivia one day, and every time a question came up, I just put that person's name and bitch. Um, you have no take on Brittany. I not really. I don't know. Like, all right. So this is what. All right. Wait a minute. I actually did overhear uh, what I thought was an intellectual conversation about it. Where someone explained to me that if a judge is going to go as far as to uphold a conservator conservatorship or whatever the hell it is, where babysitter, yeah, at this point in her life, she's messed up and needs help, and it's actually for the, her own good, because the judge isn't going to let them work this scenario. Like if she goes in there and she displays herself as as an independent, you know, able to handle her own facilities, faculties, all that stuff, adult, the judge is going to give it back to her. So the fact that they didn't, she's got problems that you guys just aren't aware of. That oddly enough, you can't learn in a 30-second Instagram video. 
How you like that? That was an answer I wasn't prepared for because it was <laughs> very well thought out. Years of bullshit on the radio, my <laughs> friends. Years of it. Is it bad that I don't want the Britney thing to end because I feel like it's constant entertainment from people? Like, people lose their minds over this Britney Spears stuff. They're going wild on podcasts, Twitter, Facebook about it. I want to see how long this can go. Look, if she wants to, like, go do shows and do everything else, great. She can go do her thing. I just can't get how people just can't flip it. Like, the Hulu documentary, if you go watch it, basically, they're, like, all these people defending Britney. And at the end, they all flipped and went on her dad's side. What the hell happened? Right. So, yeah, I think Britney is going to continue to do this. This is never ending. Britney Spears, hashtag free Britney. Why am I not surprised that you're into this, though? Like, like, aren't you like Big Brother started? Why are you why are you still talking Britney? Oh, Big Brother. What an opening episode. What an opening. <laughs> That's an all time great episode that opened there. So here's why I like the Britney Spears. Hashtag free Britney. Hashtag techies. Hashtag Godzilla Media. I use all those three. The Britney Spears fans will get on my side. I, I just don't care about her. I don't care. Like. I'm sorry. All right. I have two more here All that right. I want to do. The list. I want to use one on the list and one just get to your topic on because I know people haven't heard All this. Right. Let's talk about the home run derby and the all-star game that's on Monday and Tuesday. Okay. Flat out easy statement. Is the Major League Baseball home run derby slash all-star game the best all-star festivity event and best all-star game in all of professional sports? Uh, no, it Ooh. usually is, but with everybody saying they don't want to do it and how political it became this year, it's kind of weird where like the NBA festivities are, are probably pretty close to it. And the fact that they actually openly embrace all the, all the politicalness where it's okay. Like you just kind of forget about it. Once the, you know, three point shootout, and the dunk contest start, I think right now the NBA all-star festivity, uh, I can't even speak. Festivities. <laughs> I need another drink. Um, <laughs> Are, have, have surpassed a little bit. I think if everybody that you wanted in the home run derby and everybody who you wanted to watch play in the all-star game did, it would be better. So like the NBA three-point shootout in particular, like even though the dunk contest is the marquee name, if they ever one year want to flip it and put the three-point shootout at the end when you got Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Devin Book, when you have some of the great three-point shooters of all time in the three-point shootout, yeah, it's a pretty good case that it's better. However... Whoever is behind switching the rules for the home run derby a few years ago, genius. Because it yeah. used to be you toss it in there. All right, you wait for a pitch that you like. It was be really slow. Now you've got the clock. Now you've got the competition. Now I've got to sit in a certain amount of home runs at a certain amount of time. Love it. The home run derby has been so awesome. We've seen some hometown players win it as well. Bryce Harper yeah. won it in D.C., the one that stands out to me. Home run derby is great on Monday, yeah. and way more home runs are being hit. I like the all-star game on Tuesday more than anything else of any professional sport because in the NBA, you kind of have an idea of how it's going to go, even though it's got a little bit more competitive for the last few years. Whoever's the hometown guy, they try to let him win the MVP. The hockey all-star game, there's just like an insane amount of goals. It doesn't look like hockey. The football Pro Bowl, you don't get the best players. It's gotten better. It used to be like no tackling at all, but it's same thing. It's tons of offense. I like that baseball is it's anybody that game can be the best player in the game. Anybody, like a big hit, a big RBI. We used to see a home field advantage in the World Series decided for it. No longer. But anybody who you're a favorite player of can win the award and be the best. And it's the first baseball game because you and I watch sports a little differently because we have so many teams we have to cover. I will watch that from inning one to inning nine because I get to see all the teams, all the players across the board. And they're fun during the game. They talk like they have the interviews in the outfield. They have the yeah. Interviews in the well, the, I like the interviews in the outfield is very good. I yeah. like that. I think for me, though, like any all-star festivity, I think it's really about the, the skill competitions that I like the most. So, like, home run derby is the king of them all. Dunk contest is right there. If the NFL ever figures out how to bring back the actual, like, real skill competition, that'll blow it all away. 
Like, Live. Like, don't take yeah. it anymore. Yeah, yeah that's that's crazy. a huge part of it too. Like, like, like you know, let me see the bench press. Let me see the you know the the long throw. Let me see all these like like. I love the QB competition they do, all that stuff. But it's there's so many fun things they could be doing, and they just and again tape delaying is it sucks. So home run derby still king. So I guess if I was gonna waffle on my answer, that would put it on top. But I don't like the game as much. And maybe it's because I'm old enough to remember pre interleague play. Because you okay. never saw, you never got to see, you know, Degrom pitch against Cole until it got to the to the you know the, the World Series. Like so, maybe that's why it's not as big for me as it used to be. That's the list, Levesque. The list is over. I gave you five topics. I kept one off because it's been a long time since you've talked about this certain guy who is now the star of baseball. Your guy, <laughs> Mr. Shohei Otani. For those who do not know your previous opinion of Mr. Shohei Otani, he is taking here's another reason. Here's another reason I was happy I wasn't on the radio. <laughs> for those who don't know what we're talking about, please take us through why you are not a fan. Or maybe you've changed your opinion about the all-star player the modern day Babe Ruth is being called. See, that's the, that's where the this see. There's the line. That's the line. That's where you go too far, right? Uh, no, he's amazing. He is amazing. He's fun to watch. He is, he is, he is the best player in baseball all around now because he can do things nobody else does. I referred to him as a circus freak when he got in because he shouldn't have won Rookie of the Year. It should have went to Miguel Andujar. And he got it because he was a gimmick guy. And at that point, he was a gimmick guy. Now, and, and I believe, if I remember correctly, I even said back then, you want to impress me, do it in the same day. Hit and pitch, do all the things, and play play five, you know, five out of six games and all those things. And he didn't do that back. He does that now. So I can kind of I can kind of walk myself back and not feel like a total idiot. But he, yeah, he was a circus freak, and now he's not. So you're a fan, dare I say. No, I'm not a fan. He's not in pinstripes. <laughs> F him. That, I, I hope he loses every game he ever plays. See, you led me right into my <laughs> follow-up here because here's the thing with Otani. Is he the most exciting player in baseball? I think it's him and Fernando Tatis Jr. in that yeah. conversation. Uh, 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 Guerrero Jr. too. Oh, Guerrero Jr. Yeah. too, for sure. Yeah, those guys are just night in and night out. They're going to do something different. All until Jason Dominguez seen. gets up. Let's go Martian. That's right. <laughs> so uh, with Otani, though, look, yes, he can smash home runs. He can pitch. He battled some injuries early on in his tenure with the Angels, but he is like we've never seen a player do before. Lead the majors in home runs and still be a really effective pitcher. Here's what my issue is with Otani, though, and I feel like people are going to boo me after this. The Angels still stink. Like, they're not, <laughs> it's how can true. You, how give Trout and Otani? That's yeah. it? Yeah. Like, and I know Trout's been hurt this season, but right. you've got Trout and Otani, and you're fourth in the division out of five teams. You've got the best player. You've got the modern-day Babe Ruth. You can pitch it. Yeah, modern-day Babe Ruth and the modern-day Mickey Mantle, and you lose. And you're below the Texas Rangers? Yeah. Like, you're barely That's why. That's why you're not the modern-day Babe Ruth. And that's why you're not the modern-day Mickey Mantle. Because if you had either of those guys in any shape or capacity on a team, you'd be a winning team. Fernando Tatis Jr. for the Padres. Yes. They're winning. They're winning He's the modern-day Fernando Tatis. Senior. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting it out there. But the Padres are winning because they got him. They got Machado. The pitching is pretty good. Maybe they need to make an addition. Maybe they'll be active deadline. They got to catch the Dodgers. But they're good. That's the thing with Otani. Like, as great as he is. And I know, look, there have been players we can go through. Like, Barry Bonds made a World Series. Ken Griffey Jr. had a few moments in the mid-90s where the Mariners were in contention. The Angels stink. And someone's going to say, like, what else do you want Otani to do? He can hit. He can pitch. But I, I need them to keep win. over the top. I okay. want to see him win. Yeah, there you go. No, I'm with you. I, I, I and you know, again, I'm not gonna. I'm obviously not gonna cheer for him because he's not a Yankee. But, <laughs> but I would. I was interested to go see him play too. And then we shelled him. The Yankees shelled him. Yes. So I, I felt better about it too. But 
No. Do you think if he was on the Yankees, they'd be the best team in the American League? Because I don't think so. I don't think they would. As, as they're currently constructed, Darius Prince telling me I'm number one. Nice to see him. Nice to see him. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Because, again, I don't think the talent is the problem with the Yankees. Like, is, does he come in and light a fire? Like, knowing that he's pitching day two or three, does that make Cole better? You knowing that he's that, that you you have that extra that extra rest day two for your DHs, I get that might help actually. The fact that he would hit on pitching days, and you could you could arrest certain guys even more, but also you muddy the waters more. Like you know you can't you can't DH John Carlos Stan that day. What do you do with him? Like stuff. No, I think he's too much of a problem for a lot of teams. That's the issue, and I'm totally with you on that. Where it seems like a very simple answer, like okay, the best player arguably in baseball goes to a team that needs to improve. He'll improve the team. It just reverses what we just said. Why aren't the Angels winning? Like, okay, you put them on the Yankees. Like you just said, you got guys like Stanton and Judge. You got guys who can hit home runs. Right. And Otani hits home runs. So, of course, like, gets one over the he fence. He hits triples, too, which is pretty <laughs> amazing. Look, you get one over the fence, you're obviously helping your team. But is he going to be a factor to catch the Blue Jays or the Rays or the Red Sox? I don't know if consistently he would be the guy night in and night out doing it. Now, I don't think the Yankees straight. would let him hit. No, I don't think I they would. I think they would only let him pitch. Um, which would also be a problem because again, that's the real value of him is the fact that he can do both. It's, it's in, it's, it's entertaining. Leads the majors in home runs. I, I think, think he's thirty three he, in a moonshot last night. I don't. Know, he, I, he either leads in triples too, or he's like second or third. He's like, it's funny. Like now that we're not doing the radio show every day, I don't like. I can't just spit stats at you, but I, 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 I see what's out there. It's more of a grand scale thing. But uh, no, he's. I mean, he's he's entertaining. He's something to watch. I definitely paid a little closer attention the day that the Yankees shelled him. Uh, but he's again. He's the one thing I don't like about him the most. I think is the first time any market sees him, there is at least seventeen to twenty-five references in the first couple games of he's a big guy. He's very tall. Like he's like it's like look. I know you guys didn't see him in a game yet, but you know what his stats are. Like like dude, six five. He's six five. It's not like he's he's taller because he's standing at Yankee Stadium today. Like. That was it. Like I guess that just started to aggravate me. Like, okay, I get it. I get it, Michael K. He's as tall as you are. I get it. I was going to say that, by the way, before you said it. Were you? Tani's a big guy. <laughs> I really was. See, you can't help it. And I think you know what it is. This is so lame, but I can say this on a podcast now. I think people too quickly compare him to Ichiro, because Ichiro. You say like the Asian bias, like like yes. most like historically Asian guys are shorter. No, 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 no. But it's historically. I'm not true. saying it. I'm, listen, I didn't. I don't make genetics, guys. Okay, I know you people think I do. Ichiro was the greatest hitter of all time. Yeah, I'll say it, Pete. I'm on a podcast. I can flip you off, friends. <laughs> Ichiro was a guy who just kind of hit like a softball player in high school, but he was small. Otani's big. That's different. People compare him to Ichiro because they were these impact players who are technically rookies, but not really rookies. Like you said about Andrew Hari got robbed. Otani wasn't really a rookie. He had played professional baseball before and everything else. So, yeah, that's why I think people think Otani's tiny. Well, that and guys live after the hideaway for the Wild World of Sports Golf Tournament. Um, all my Empire guys and my Tech East guys are here now. So uh, we're live on the Tech East Fire and Water Restoration Facebook page as well as the Godzilla YouTube. And um, I just like, like, dude, great. We got Sean Lockett's playing today. Got Darius Prince playing today. Um, Darius Prince has never swung a golf club in his life. In his life? In his life. And I talked him into playing. By telling him it was going to be easy and we'd make it. <laughs> so I'm going to have, like, my, I have one of the most awkward swings in the history of mankind. Barkley like? Um, similar. Yeah. Okay. To be honest with you, I, I, I get, I get slightly better results because not as many people are watching me, but like, it's, it's awkward. 
I can't wait to see how bad he is. He's so good at everything he does because he's a, he's a natural athlete. Like he didn't even like you know he wasn't even a football player in college. You know what I'm saying? Like he's 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 a natural athlete. He's one of the best receivers in the history of arena football. I can't wait to see him look awkward on a golf course. If he goes out and he starts bombing, I'm gonna I'll I'll be I'll be right back with you as sitting here drinking uh, Yankee Distillery bourbon in like five seconds. All right. So when you see people never play golf before, do you think they're more inclined to do like a traditional golf like Tiger Woods swing? Or do you think because of the movies they go full Happy Gilmore and think like, no, I can drive it, I can run up and smash it. What do you think I, his technique will be? I think his I think it's gonna be smash. I think it's gonna be a hundred percent. He's gonna try and smash the golf ball. He's gonna try so hard. I think I think I, I'm pretty sure he's gonna be using my clubs today. You may hear like when we're on like the first hole, you may get hit with my golf club. It may you come flying. It could. I think my club <laughs> is gonna come flying up over the top. And then uh, Lauren and Morgan, the empresses are here. They're they're going to help us out. And they I they look like they golf. They they look the part. So hopefully they look they do pretty well out there. Um, yeah, my, um, you know, I've never seen Lockett swing a club. I, he's he's another natural athlete. Uh, Coach Ware and Coach Manaz both say they golf. So the pressure's on them. The pressure's on them. I know. Uh, you know. I know. I'll be able to do my part of drinking through the eighteen holes. So be ready to drive me home later. By okay. The way. Well. <laughs> And I'm hanging out with Yankee Distillers throughout the event here at Hole 1. Handed out free T-shirt, subscribe, scan, subscribe shirt. It's easy as that. But if you're going to hop in with me, you can hop in with me. Yeah, I um, I think I'm going to take off. Is, is, that, is that, I mean, it's a podcast. Right now? I think I'm, yeah, well, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to wrap and run. Can you, can you give me, can we do this before you take off with the empire? Can we talk about the season or is it too weird talking about the players? No, I, well, no. If, I, up the next home game I think it makes stuff. a ton of sense. You're the voice, you know, you do the, you do the color commentary for the home games and uh, I'm on the field doing stuff and hang out with my guys all the time. I, it's a great team. It's so much fun to watch these guys. And it's a great group of guys. When we got a chance to put this together, I don't know that coach Manaz was going to be able to play coach Ware was going to be able to play. And then, what, believe it or not, my very first call was to Darius Prince because I love hanging out with Darius Prince. Like he's, you see the personality on the field. That's him. That's who he is. Uh, not a not a better guy. Lockett as well. The problem I had was picking a few guys, and and luckily most were out of town still. They're coming back today because because obviously getting ready for next Saturday the seventeenth as we host the Jersey flight. Who have really turned their season around and played much better football since we beat the hell out of them in Jersey. But man, it's a great group. You know, you're around them. Great group of guys who can play some serious football. My goal, Levac, and I think this is more likely to happen than not likely to happen. I want us to be outside of the block party because it's a seven o'clock kickoff on Saturday the seventeenth. I would like Levac and guys show number two to be live outside the block party. I don't know if they're going to PA us, but just come by, have fun with us. You're going to be working. I'm going to be working, but we're going to carve maybe like a three thirty to five five thirty ish block party event. Hold on, let me ask one of the media guys. Hey, can uh, Levac and guys? Be out front of the block part of the 17th at Times Union Center. Yeah, go ahead and do it. Tell yeah, them they can do it. Right. yeah, look, we Show got clearance. We're there. We're there. We're there. It, Joe's Boys Band is going to be playing. Tickets available. Uh, we're full open. Full open. Uh, the one thing is CDC regulations still say if you're unvaccinated, you have to wear a mask. I would never tell you that there'll be signs that are going to tell you to wear that mask, and that's about it. And, you know, you're pretty much on the honor system at this point. But that's the deal, man. Wear a mask if you're uncomfortable, if you're unvaccinated. But aside from that, let's go root on the Empire because you beat we beat this Jersey team on the 17th, pretty much a lock for an August 7th home game for the playoffs. So you have that. We get the revenge game against Jacksonville on the 31st. And then a seven, August 7th, who knows who we're hosting in the first round of the playoffs. And then if that happens, 
August 14th, the championship game would be potentially, depending on how the yeah. results happen, the Albany Empire franchise could potentially have another opportunity to play for a championship inside the Times Union Center. Really important three-game stretch. Two at home, one on the road. So Jersey, got to beat Jersey. You can pretty much end Jersey right now if, if we can beat Jersey this week. Then week two, you're in Columbus going down to Georgia to play this that really good Lions team. You beat, you got to beat them to make sure you hold serve and take over that first spot again. And they finished the season against Jacksonville. Really important three-game stretch. Totally need everybody's support. And now that we're open, come hang out. Come have fun with us. Uh, great deals on tickets. As a matter of fact, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but we're at Best Cleaners on Friday. You still go to Ticketmaster, use Best Empire, get uh, buy one, get one free tickets in select Ooh, sections. So hey. just putting that out there for my friends at Best Cleaners. Best Empire on Ticketmaster, buy one, get one. Now that a lot of people's lives in the world has changed, I'm so excited for this upcoming Saturday's game to have all the support back for the Albany Empire fans who maybe were a little bit more hesitant earlier in the summer that are hopefully going to be packing the Times Union Center. Uh, two things. I think you can answer both of these. Super Bowl champion? What's going on with Deion Lewis? So, uh, yeah, Deion Lewis is going to be at the, the 17th game. Um, we got him coming out doing, uh, I, I believe he's going to do the coin toss, but what I do know for a fact is you buy tickets now, you're automatically entered in a raffle to uh, a little little meet and greet that we're going to do before the game. Um, and if you uh, already bought tickets, we've got ways for you to enter too. But at the block party, you can enter where we're going to be out. Maybe we'll put it near us so people can enter to win a meet and greet with Deion Lewis. Very cool. And I know you're not Dr. Levac. Yes, I am. You play yeah. one on the radio. Yeah. I don't know if you play and one in on dark the rooms. Wherever I'm welcome. Is there an update on the injury status of recently signed wide receiver Malachi Jones? Talk, I talked to Malachi, you know, obviously there's, there's, you're supposed to be, I don't know what I'm supposed to say, what am I supposed to say? Don't worry, um, coach is sitting right there. Yeah. So. <laughs> I well, I talked Malachi, I can tell you what Malachi said. I talked to Malachi last, um, last Wednesday and he said he's great. He said no swelling. He's moving around, fully mobile, good to go. By the time we play on the 17th, he's going to, he said, he said he'll be 100%. All right. So Good answer. I, like I don't, and again, I don't know his doctor. They don't talk to me, but I, like Malachi's also a Lululemon ambassador. So I feel like he's not allowed to lie. So, you know, Lululemon ambassadors cannot brand. True story. Malachi is a uh, brand ambassador for Lululemon. See, I didn't make the face because of Malachi. Cause that makes total <laughs> sense. I made the face over this guy, Ryan McCarthy over here. You, because I want to know if Craig, the leg hates me because of what he's done to me. There is a, dare I say a Twitter beef, a tweef between Craig DeLeg and I. You're going to say that in front of these beautiful ladies? Look, I want to know why Craig DeLeg hates me. Does he hate me? Because allegedly... I He's gave a credit kicker. To, Who cares what he thinks? I gave credit to all, <laughs> I gave credit to all the all the Empire players. Gave credit to everybody. And somebody over at No Credentials Required said, wow, look at all these compliments Gaz gave except to Craig DeLeg. Wow, that sucks, huh, Craig? And then Craig got mad at me on Twitter. And then he apologized later. Listen, That's right. he'll, he'll be, be he, Does he'll, he hate me? he's again, he's a kicker. Um, really, as long as he's hitting those deuces and hitting two points on every kickoff, yeah, I'll back him up and he All can right. hate you. He doesn't hate you. I listen, knowing Craig Peterson the way I know Craig Peterson, he's probably already forgotten you exist. He's yeah. on to the next. He's just, like a goldfish. He just swims forward, kicks footballs, and moves on with his life. I have this scene that like Craig's going, Coach, you want to do you want to chime in? Coach, Coach Naz wants to know why we're talking about, about kickers in a golf tournament. Because he, he <laughs> thought I didn't give him I, like no, he's, him he's, thinking he's, of my face as the ball the next game. That Gazlowski, yeah, that Gaz media, huh? Said I wasn't the best kicker in the league. Listen, why don't you why don't you try out? That way, if he gets what? really mad, you guys can have a kickoff at halftime. I'll do that. I'll come down from the. I have my suit on. I'll come down with the suit on. That'd be great. I'm more worried about what Sean Lockett thinks about me because that dude could bench press my fat ass. <laughs> I was like, I like, I, 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 what's that? Yeah. <laughs> 
he said that you and uh, you and uh, Peterson have similar personalities. I believe is what he just said. <laughs> you guys work out well together. Oh man, I, can I go golf? You can go golf. I yes. don't know. I'm like asking. I really don't know if I have the ability. I have, I have no idea. I think we had a good. T- this has been wild. About 90 just, minutes of Levac and Goss, unfiltered, uncensored, raw, I, uncut. Actually, Lockett, can, Sean, come over here real quick. Just real quick. Come. Around. I want I want Lockett to stand in front of the camera behind us. Like, look at the look at look at this the build on Sean Lockett. Look at that. Like I, I remember like I always thought I would like like I forgot what mirrors looked like. Yeah, right. I like mentally convinced myself I'm built like Sean and I see him and I go, Oh crap. <laughs> oh, oh, oh crap. It's like Bobby the Brain Heenan hyping up Lex Luger right now. That's what I just saw. And then I see Darius Prince and I'm like, eh, I'd rather I'd rather be fat and happy than skinny and miserable. <laughs> I got another mic. Any of you guys want to come over and chime in? We got some time. I mean <laughs> they're smart they're, they're smart yeah they know not to get into this arena this was a lot of fun levac we got the catch up we got the chat bright and early yeah it was, it was way, a good first last show i i liked it i thought it went well if you are watching on replay come here prince you never shut up this is gonna be on youtube on He's demand <laughs> so if you didn't get up at eight o'clock in the morning on a sunday watching the ufc you can listen on apple and spotify we will share those links as well so you can listen to the show on demand. malachi would have come over Getting there with guys will also have this week's edition of Levac and Gaz. Uh Again, for a reminder, Levac is going to be out on the course. Make sure you come by the hideaway all summer long. It's going to be. Open. I've had one drink. This is going to get out. This is going to get out of hand. Especially with the track season opening up on Thursday. Come to the hideaway and enjoy some. I'm not being to me. Are you guys old enough to drink? <laughs> yes, they both said yes. Okay, good. All right, good. Good to know. And then make all sure right. you follow Tech East on Facebook. Make sure you do all the yeah. things. Yeah, uh, Godzilla Media as well. Yeah, yeah, Tech East on uh, on Twitter as well. Tech East five one eight. I'm trying to steal the techies handle back from some company that that in like California or some crap. They have it? There's like a like a if they haven't posted in a while. But when I'm that's uh, stupid. Am I tagging the right one on Facebook? I I don't know. Instagram. Facebook is easy. Okay. Yeah, you got yeah the All the right. Twitter one that we just got started. It's a it's a techies tees five one eight at tees five one eight. We're just getting that one rolling. So. Uh, their media guy is very slow, very slow. He does very lazy actually. Their media guy. He's fat too. Do you know that? Bye. <laughs> I used to uh, I used to sleep with his girlfriend. Yeah. By the way, for those curious what happened to Corey and Green, which he did write into the show, he's busy working at the market today. So. Oh yeah, he said hi. hi. Corey Corey's still alive. Uh, Lorianne uh, from uh, Integrative Sleep Center said hi. She said it's good to hear us back on the radio. Most people good to hear us back on, on like, whatever form of, of media this is. Not really radio. I said that, but uh, it's good. It's been fun. Well, let's do it again. Let's do it, do again. it again. We know we're going to do block party on the seventeenth. We're probably going to pop up somewhere else between now and then. Is that is that official? No. no? We'll probably do the block party and then the hide. We'll probably do one show weekend. Maybe I'll just pop on. I don't know. I don't need you. You, <laughs> I make my own money. I got all the equipment now, right. guys. You tell me how to do it. Yeah, I know. All right, everybody. Uh, make sure you get over to the hideaway. Make sure you go to Saratoga Lake Golf Club. Make sure you check out tefirewater.com, Techies Facebook page, and uh, also, of course, uh, the Albany Empire tickets available right now, July seventeenth. Taking on the Jersey flight. This is a very talented team. And uh, we're going to need all your support to smack the hell out of them right there at the Times Union Center. And then you got that Godzilla thing. That's right. Godzilla Media. Check out all the podcasts. Search on Apple, Spotify. And I will talk to you again uh, next Saturday, live from the block party. It's a good plan. I like that plan. For everybody, have a great one. Be safe out there. Slovak and Gaz, everywhere. Spotify, every, every, we're everywhere now. <laughs>